I mean really, and with no pretense. He accepts the invitation. You'll love finding out how God does that in this bluntly honest, totally upfront account of how God meets real people in the middle of real problems. You'll find yourself moved, too, because, frankly, it's emotional to read the great things that happen when tough love begins to transform tough kids. And by the way, if anyone familiar with me wonders why I would endorse a book that uses some language I don't, here are two reasons. First, this story can't be told credibly without taking us into its setting. Lee had to tell it real, and he has. Second, since the Bible tells us God displayed His love for us when all of us were distant and opposed to Him, and Christ died for us, my paraphrase of Romans 5, 8, I conclude that a frank telling of a real story about the before and after of some tough guys doesn't offend God when the before is told as it is. So, listen and meet Lee Stanley, a real man with a really great heart. It's a story that is as wild as the kids involved, as exciting as life can get, and as wonderful as God really is. Dr. Jack W. Hayford, President, Foursquare International, Founding Pastor, The Church on the Way, Van Nuys, California. A Brother's Forward I am Lee's only brother. When Lee asked me to read his autobiography, I expected a somewhat dry, predictable tome. I was wrong, per usual. Inside joke. Lee's story is so pure and human in its telling that you find yourself right beside Lee at each turn, crying, cheering, wanting to jump into the fight to help him win. I was there for some of it. For some of it, I was not. I had no idea how serious and powerful his story is, and how his story would impact me emotionally and, in parts, actually physically. Lee has a way of describing events that makes them so real that you can actually see them develop in an almost surreal manner. Jump into Lee's life and you will see for yourself. Oh, Lee asked me to make suggestions to improve it. For some reason, he's been deluded into thinking I am a writer on the same level as is he. He is wrong. But to try to maintain the illusion, I diligently went about the task. I found two spelling errors. I should be so blessed as to have his talent. Love and God bless. Uncle Ricky Author's Note Some of the names, locations, and dates have been changed so I don't get sued or shot. Part 1 Chapter 1 This is No Honor Farm Camp David Gonzalez, Los Angeles County, Probation Department I'd driven past this small wooden sign in Malibu Canyon dozens of times on the way down to our sailboat in Marina del Rey. I thought it was an honor farm, a minimum security detention facility tucked beneath the rocky peaks of the Santa Monica Mountains in Malibu and surrounded by sprawling horse ranches in multi-million-dollar estates. I turned my four-wheel-drive truck down the short, tree-lined lane 
and realized the massive compound before me was no honor farm, but a maximum security juvenile prison. Behind the two-story wall, an 80-foot metal pole supported a small cluster of powerful floodlights. I turned into the empty, unkempt visitor parking lot and looked around for some signs of life. A screeching red-tailed hawk circled in the distance. I rolled up my window, climbed out of my truck, and locked all the doors. Invisible surveillance cameras tracked my every move as I walked self-consciously along the narrow concrete path to the prison entrance. A small sign below a dime-sized electronic button told me to ring bell. I looked up to see the red-tailed hawk now circling directly overhead when a loud buzzer startled me, releasing an invisible steel bolt. I pushed against the double-plated bulletproof glass door and entered the prison.